Okay, I've never been a fan of mic dropping, basically because I know what microphones cost and I would never just automatically drop one, but you know the mic drop, right? The mic drops, boom, it's done. Everything changes, everything is finis, that's it. Is the mic drop good? We'll talk about it on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. No, I did not die. I have not been in the hospital. I've not been on a whirlwind four-month vacation to the Caribbean. I have not succumbed to Omicron. No, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, it's Matthew on board with yet another episode of this, the Gratitude Journal podcast. Hey, better late than never, right? The podcast that hopefully helps us all to explore little ways and sometimes big ways. They come in like a big tidal wave, but mainly it's small to medium ways where we can find and figure out ways to be grateful for the things that we have. And what I'm learning in this gratitude game is that I guess you kind of have to be open to it, right? I mean, you can go in search of it because there are some days where I think, what should I be grateful for today? Or I I really need to dig deep, try to find something to be grateful for. But sometimes they just, they come to us. We don't have to go to them. And it's been a smattering of little things that have maybe materialized or come to me. And then sometimes I have to maybe try to reach out to express my gratitude or to reach out to actually find some gratitude. You know, sometimes, as Master Poe used to say, you have to cut off a finger to save a hand. Not that I advocate violence against myself or anyone else, but... Hey, that's the way this gratitude game works sometimes. It doesn't always make itself readily apparent. And uh, so that's the purpose of this podcast, or that's what I tell myself before I sit down in front of this fancy microphone and all these knobs and buttons. So hopefully things are going well in your world as we approach Christmas. Hard to believe that uh, we're here again. It's the end of another year, and I was just telling Donna the other day that I think 2021 has just flown by, I mean, amazingly quickly. And I can't really account for that because I don't know that this year has produced some epic landmark thing aside from, well, here we go again, I'm going to go into the store, so I'm going to put on my mask, and I'm going to socially distance. I mean, that part seems like it's been around for a long time, and it seems now with this new variant that it will be even more prevalent and will remind us to always keep a fresh supply of masks in the car as we're prone to do now in the center console along with let's see aspirin suckers mints gum so i think there's a starbucks gift card in there and then now of course masks <laughs> oh and hand sanitizer in our center center console of our 2011 vehicle i know right 
backup camera, what's that? We have this little gap, you know, that just fits one of those little hand sanitizers. So I always have to have one or two of those on hand and in stock. So this is the new normal. It's the new reality, right? The other new, uh, the other new, <laughs> the other new morality, the other new reality is the fact that, um, okay, global warming is here. I, I don't know how else to say it because really, I mean, several days before Christmas, even though it's cold right now, our temperatures on Christmas Eve are going to flirt with the 50s. This is just really odd. I mean, we've had a couple of snowflakes, but the other thing that's really odd is really in December, we usually have some measurable snow. I mean, I think last December at this time, I had shoveled twice already. I had already opened up a new batch of sidewalk salt. And not that we had, you know, piles and piles and feet and feet of snow, but we definitely had measurable snowfall. And so far, we've had a little bit of a dusting on the deck. And the shovel's out there waiting, both on the front porch and in the back deck. But I haven't had to use it yet. And this is really relatively strange. So... If you don't believe in global warming, well, then you don't believe in Santa Claus. It was back in 2006 when I had announced to my cohorts at KDKA Radio after I'd been there for five years that I was going to vacate the premises. And really, I did it in kind of an odd way because I really sat down with my immediate employers and I said to them, listen, I have an opportunity. And it's an opportunity that's similar to the opportunity that I have here, except it's in Atlanta. And, you know, it's some more money. And I'm pulled and I'm torn because I kind of really enjoy it here. You know, I enjoy the people. And aside from those two Sundays out of the year, which I hate Pittsburgh, uh, we really enjoyed Pittsburgh and we grew to really uh, like our neighborhood and really everything about uh, the Berg. And it was also at this time that my media employers kind of had some alternate plans. Like what I was doing for this dipped that I worked for wasn't really working for him. He didn't know what he was looking for, but I wasn't the guy. So rather than pulling me in eventually and probably saying, hey, listen, we're going to go in another direction. I'm sure you know what that means in quotation marks. I had really done them a favor by announcing to them that I was going to boom, drop the mic and I was going to leave. And but that wasn't my intent. My intent was to say, listen, I value your friendship I value, you know, the opportunity that you've given me. And I'm curious about what you think. Like, do you think this would be a good opportunity for me? And basically, before I even got the words out, I'm not even going to name the guy because, you know, I'll just say it was a guy who originally hired me and he turned out to be one of those guys. He says to me, you know, well, I think you ought to take it. I think this is a great opportunity. And I think this every once in a while after four or five years, we need a new challenge. And so I knew right then that he was lying through his teeth and that's okay. But that signified to me that where I was previously was no longer being appreciated. And so I took that as a sign and I was grateful 
for that sign. And I went home and I said, honey, boom, we're going to Atlanta. And so I announced to the person who offered me the job that, hey, I'm going to take this position. And so I was grateful for that opportunity. I was grateful for the opportunity that I already had. Because as I said, we kind of really liked Pittsburgh. And I was already setting the wheels into motion to go back to the Southeast. And while I didn't have a tremendous love for Atlanta, Atlanta was a pretty large radio market and the money was not bad. You know, I don't know, it was 10 grand more or whatever than I was making. And of course, the weather was a little more agreeable. I wasn't really keen on the traffic, but we had already set the wheels into motion and we had some family that were living sort of in the northern suburbs. So we had a little bit of a connection and it's an easy flight, you know, from our area to Atlanta. So it seemed like it was a good thing. And so the people in Atlanta had allowed me to work for them from my home in Pittsburgh. I had a studio at my home in Pittsburgh. And so I was being paid to work for them from there while we sold our house. And it was a tough housing market at the time. And so, you know, we were right on the cusp of that recession happening. And so I remember we had a sign in the yard and it took quite a while for us to get some interest. And even then, I had left my position in June, and even by late fall, we still really hadn't settled on something. So I thought, well, I'm going to be in the process of reopening discussions with the folks in Atlanta about maybe being here a little longer. And so it was a day much like today. In fact, I think it may have been a day that was very, like it fell on this day, the 22nd day of December that I was in the process of doing some work and my phone rang and it was an Atlanta phone number. And I thought, oh, okay, the people there want to talk. So I picked up the phone and I dealt with kind of an assistant guy who was my kind of pal who I worked with in DC, who also had been employed by the clear channel group in atlanta so i thought okay it's aaron calling me about something well here it was my boss and so boom mic drop says to me hey do you have a couple of minutes and gosh darn we know what that means right and i said yeah i have a couple of minutes and so it didn't take him really even a couple of minutes to tell me that they had decided in their infinite wisdom to call a meeting and basically blow up the whole radio station that I worked for. I mean, they pretty much let go everybody. They let go my friend Aaron. They let go salespeople. They let go, and then they let go me. And so several days before Christmas, I had lost my job. It was the first job that I'd ever lost. Wait, let me back up just a second. I did lose a job when I worked at the grocery market when I was 16. I didn't do something that I was supposed to do. Now that I think about that, I remember showing up and the manager, Gary, calling me outside because his dad, the owner, had asked me to do something. And not that I didn't do it on purpose, 
but I just neglected to do it. And he said, I have to let you go because, you know, when my dad tells you to do something, you do it. And I remember I became incredibly emotional. Like I didn't want to lose that job. And my dad got me that job. And so really I begged and pleaded with him to let me keep this job. And I don't know what happened. I don't know why the gods were looking favorably on me that day, but he gave me my job back right there in the parking lot on that sweltering July day. And so I can't count losing that job because it really didn't happen. I talked my way out of it. But on that day, on the 22nd day of December in 2006, I was unable to talk my way out of that. And so I lost my job. Hey, you know, these mic drops, they happen all the time. We can't plan for them, or can we plan for them, or should we plan for them? And if we do plan for them and they happen, is there anything to be grateful about? I mean, Donna says both in her video that I made during the first sort of Alzheimer's recap video, which we'll be doing one if she's agreeable to it in early 2022, when that person at the Center for Senior Health told her that she had Alzheimer's, she said it was like that person was talking to me, but like they were in another room. Like I was listening to them, but I wasn't listening to them. I heard their voice, but I really didn't hear their voice. It was just so unreal and unnatural, and I agree with her. And while my reaction wasn't quite the same as hers, I understood what she was going through because the wheels in my head were trying to process it at the same time in the same way. Like, really? I mean, I kind of noticed some things, but I mean, this happens with people who are older. They kind of forget stuff or they misplace things or they told somebody something that really wasn't true or you hear a conversation and you were there at that event. And when you hear them recapping the event, it wasn't really the same as the way you would recap that event. And you think, eh, hmm, that's odd or huh. She usually is in charge of paying that bill, but that bill didn't get paid for like two months. That's strange. I mean, I guess I put two and two together, but I guess I didn't put two and two together. So I understood where she was coming from. That mic drop was like, boom. And so I remember driving home that day, and I remember almost the two days that she pretty much laid in bed and was sort of crushed and sort of like, this is kind of unreal. I don't really buy into this. This doesn't really seem probable. Like, did that really happen? And those things really happened. Like, they really happened. Like, I got fired, and like, she has Alzheimer's. And so these mic drop moments, like, can you prepare for that? So I have struggled with preparing for these mic drops. Like I was telling 
this friend of mine, Kim, the other day on the phone, I am spending an inordinate amount of time trying to prepare for the next mic drop. And if it happens and I'm prepared, should I be grateful for that? Or if I don't prepare for these things and just live my life, would I be more grateful for having lived my life free and unfettered as opposed to the mic drop moment, as opposed to being prepared for it? I mean, I had somebody tell me that about masks. Like, I'm not waiting for the virus to get me. I'm just going to go out and live my life. And if it happens, it happens. So, I mean, I guess as a three-vaxxed person who wears a mask pretty much all the time and practices safe social distancing, and I guess will continue to do so, I kind of get that. I mean, I understand where the mentality and the rationale is. Do I think they ought to do that? No. Do I think we ought to visit my family on Christmas Eve since we're invited? Part of me, no. So, I mean, I get it. I get the argument. But I guess it's part of preparing for the mic drop and hoping that you've done the right thing. And if I guess if you're grateful for it, I suppose that's pretty good. I have a telemeeting today with a doctor about signing up for medical marijuana because I have these ocular migraines and I can't make them stop. And so I'm kind of on my last leg. Like, is there anything out there that can help? Because lately I've had sort of a flurry of them. And they seem a little more debilitating than normal. So if I prepare by getting a medical marijuana card and I manage to defend myself against them, should I be grateful for that? Because really, these things are like a big mic drop. Like, I'm just casually going about doing my thing, and all of a sudden, I see this little flicker of light. And it looks like a letter is slightly blurred out, just a little bit. And I look at that letter, and I look at the letter next to it, and I look at the letter next to that. Can I see that R? Can I see that A? No, that A is, uh-oh, okay. Am I having a, I'm having a migraine. I'm having a migraine. So I run to the medicine cabinet. I pop two aspirin. And usually I would take this thing called topiramate, which I think is originally prescribed for sort of like a Ritalin substitute. And this was supposed to like alleviate the symptoms because nothing can really prevent the systems because the mic drop just happens. Boom, you have a migraine. So the process with the flashing lights lasts about 45 minutes to an hour. And then after the hour is over, I have these like really wretched headaches and it can last up to two days. And it just seems like I've had 
really just an overabundance of these lately. And so I say, well, I mean, what's causing this? And my theory is that when I have so many things on the docket that need attention, that need prepared for, I sometimes get overly stressed and I find that I sometimes have more of these. So in preparing for this mic drop, is that something to be grateful for? Or should I just toss it to the wind and say, hey, I'm going to have these things anyway. So go live your life and quit trying to prepare. Is preparing good? You know, the bad is just overwhelming some days. And I had a friend who told me, listen, basically, just don't watch the freaking news. Because I was telling him, yeah, you know, I need the news. I need to read my three papers every morning. I need to be on top of things. I need to be educated so that I can have an educated discussion and not seem like I'm just some blowhard who's just throwing out chunks of information without anything backing it up. I need to have some footnotes. I need to know what I'm talking about. And he's like, no, you don't. Because you're just causing yourself grief. And really, is that true? Is it just so overwhelming that I'm causing myself grief? I thought about that the other day. With all these mic drops bouncing all around me. Oh, Omicron. Oh, great. And I sat there with my coffee that I roasted, by the way. I'll tell you a little bit more about that here in a second. Trying to ascertain whether I'd done a good job roasting this batch. I'm kind of, I'm still trying to dial things in. And I thought to myself, you know, it was a morning where it was 27 degrees. There was a, a little bit of flurry activity, but the sun was actually coming up. It's one of those days, like it's going to be today. And I thought to myself, you know what? I hear the heat coming out of the vent. And so I have heat. I paid for it. I know. I wrote the check. I know, the, I know the prices are going up. They're going up exponentially in the next several months. But today, I have heat. Today, I have electricity. I have electricity to power my router so that I can read my newspaper on this iPad, which is connected to that router. So I'm grateful for that today. And although the person sleeping in the other room has been diagnosed with early stage Alzheimer's and every day is a legitimate challenge to make sure that she's prepared and needs to be where she needs to be and and needs to know what she needs to know and and I'm her caregiver and, and that can be challenging. I have another day with her and I just received a good morning text, which is the highlight of my life to receive that good morning text from her. And I got to have another day with another text. I think in the wake of overarching mic drops from the news, from the past, from the things that are going to happen, from some things that may pop up that I can't really talk about, And those might be good mic drops. We can be overwhelmed with the all of a sudden things that we didn't plan for. And even as much as we plan for it, as I'm discovering, 
it may not be enough. It may not ward it off. There may not be a medical marijuana gummy that can help turn the tide. There may not be a guy who you can reach out to because he was there the last time you got fired and he's going to help you out this time. It may not be the case. So inside all of these mic drops, boom, there it is. It just happened. Deal with it. It makes us even more tasked and challenged with finding these little glimmers of things to be thankful for and to be grateful for. Someone told me the other day, I look at being grateful as being mindful and being aware of what I have. And when I see people posting pictures of their children, their healthy children on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram, and, you know, they're praising the fact that they're celebrating their child's birthday or that, you know, their wife and, 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 you know, their spouse has celebrated, you know, X number of years together or their daughter just graduated from pharmacy school or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, these are these are the moments. These are the things that remind us what we have. While we're all out there grappling for the next iPhone 13 Pro and we're grappling for the next you know, state-of-the-art vehicle or whatever. We're out there trying to figure that we need to have, and I'm just as guilty. Oh, really? That new version of the Canon R5, they're, they're going to make a Canon R3? Hmm, I wonder if I need that. Or, you know what? Yeah, this microphone sounds good, but I heard that they adjusted the impedance level, so I'm going to go look for the next version of it. Really? And that heat felt so good. You know, it was spreading out over my ankles, you know, and even though I had a hoodie on, I felt warm. And even though I'm still trying to dial in my roasting in my in my maiden voyages of roasting coffee beans. Even though it wasn't perfect, it, it still tasted good. And I looked at that coffee and I went, you know what? I did that. I made that. And, and it tastes it tastes pretty good. You know, it's not bad. It's not bad. Just trying to find those little things to ward off the mic drop, whether you prepare for it or not. And I think it's better for us to be prepared, but we can't prepare for everything, right? You can't prepare for an ALS diagnosis. You can't prepare for an Alzheimer's diagnosis. You can't prepare for these things. So it's my challenge in 2022 to find more ways, and I like the way this is described, to not only just be grateful, but to be mindful of the things that we already have. I like that. It's going to be my new way of looking at things. I'm also going to be looking for a Christmas miracle, because the Cleveland Browns need a Christmas miracle. 
They need the miracle of going to Lambeau Field to beat the 11 and what are they, 11 to 2, 11 3, something like that. Packers. Ha! Huh, like that's going to happen. Hey, mic drop. You never know. You never know. Okay? By the time you listen to this, we'll probably already know the answer to that. But we can always, we can always hope. There's always hope. Andy Dufresne said, hope may be the best of things, right? At least that's what I keep telling myself. Hey, if you're a Browns fan, you have to keep telling yourself that. So here's to a lack of mic drops during this holiday season. Hopefully it's just, mmm, veg, chill, all good. Little sprinkle of jingle bells, no Omicron, and a Browns win. I'll take that. And no snow, even though really we should have snow. But, you know, that would necessitate a whole global warming conversation, and I don't really want to go there. So here's hoping you're safe and here's hoping you're healthy and that you get everything you want for Christmas, which is really maybe you don't want anything. And that's great. That's a good thing, too. We can just sit around the tree and hum Christmas carols and be thankful for the things that we already have. Imagine all the money. I like to tell this to Donna when I talk about my family. I have a large family and they spend a lot of money at Christmas. And I think, wouldn't it be great if we took all that money as a family and just pulled it together and like did something really measurably good, you know, for someone else. But that's a conversation for another time. Until then, here's to you being safe and healthy from the new variant and all the future variants. And I thank you because I'm grateful for you for downloading and listening to this, another episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. <laughs>